Hello. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm famous, I think. I'm quite famous. Well, hello, everyone. I swear, I wish y'all could see the dirty look that I'm giving her because, like... episode of chats with micah you know emphasis on the car no that's all i have to say no anyhow we're back and you know we're trying our best to be i don't even want to say the word so i'm going to leave it out but you guys know we're back sha um we're here with a special guest oh before the special guest i guess the other co-host should say hello can you people imagine this girl just forgot me? <laughs> I carried this show on my back. Get the fuck on my out head. <laughs> on my shoulders. We will kill you and we'll carry it. And you just for, ah, what are you trying to do now? Give me, give me, give me. You see how she's not even doing it properly. You see how you have to do it. You hear the to do it. It's a shape that that. Stay in your lane. Auntie, Auntie Mai. Stay in your my side. Anyway, anyway, my name is Queen Sawa, K Weezy, K Baby, <laughs> K Karajuka Barbie, K Konkon. I actually don't know what else to say. K, they call me Kardashian. They call me Queen Sawa Kardashian. Call me KK in the streets. Add your, one more K. Your man, Go ahead. your man's calls me baby. <laughs> <laughs> But we are back with another episode, man. Um, more like Mariam said, we do have a special guest. So, are you guys ready? She came all this way, all the way from Canada. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying in the recorded podcast episode. Do you get? You know, because of your listening, we can't fly people in. <laughs> But if you guys start hearing commercials, you know where your money is going. Anyway, we want to say welcome, a big special welcome audience. Are you ready for Bukala? <laughs> hello, hello. Hi. Wait, that's still cheering for you. Hey, hey, everyone. Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> you already introduced yourself. I'm sorry. She's looking at me like, I already said hi. Okay. okay. She's saying that emphasis on the car, but it's really, it's really me who's holding the weight and back of this show. God, <laughs> when I, I said you should stop testing me, we talked about this a few episodes ago. I said, Lord, I cannot keep carrying. T- I'm not your strongest warrior, and then you brought me more him as a friend. <laughs> and honestly, hey God, hey God. I know God is. Listening. God is listening to me and is like. I will give you, give me more power, you know? He said, I actually gave Moyam the strength. You're actually not okay. <laughs> you, you know that I'm your blessing. When you were, you remember when you were little and you were crying, you're like, God, I just want a best friend. Are you married? <laughs> <laughs> Did I not have best friends before you? Calm down. Where are they? Uh, Where are they? Who do I know before Where you? Are they? Uh-huh. Where are they? Madame. Silence. Yes. Yes. Where are they? I'm moving the mic from my mouth. <laughs> Hitting me. It's because Look at this. Look at this domestic violence. She's as someone that works in the medical field. As someone who works in the medical field, the fact that you are domestic violating me like this in front of our studio audience. Why are they cheering for domestic violence? I need to find a boo button. Don't worry, don't worry. One of these episodes, I'll get it. Don't worry, don't don't worry, people. Our budget. If you people keep listening and sharing, we'll have a budget for boo. But anyway, we're actually here to talk about something very serious. It is a very, very, very serious topic that is very close to more and I's heart. If for a dollar a day, you can actually donate to help us fund this cause, 
that we believe in so dearly. And I'll give it to Mariam to introduce our today's topic. She told me it was important. I actually don't know what the topic is. All she told me to do was say that it was important and we need a donation <laughs> and your help. Wow. Now her setting me the fuck up. Now her setting me up. Well, the important topic, as you know. <laughs> it keeps our, our brain flowing. The juices flowing. Keeps us thinking. Love is blind. You know. Yes. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I know it's very important to the masses. To the masses. You know, this episode was quite, quite entertaining. I think, I think starting off from the bat, I'm like, ah, where did they this find? Season. Oh, sorry, might be <laughs> this season. This season was very entertaining. Season three, and I'm like, they I just they just collected all the men from the dustbin. What Kobobo one? You see one place? <laughs> Literally, I'm I'm just like, where did you find these people? All of these people? Because I'm like, ah. apparently, I I know the selection process. They be doing um. Was, they will message people on Instagram. I said, did you know that they need to be married or what? Like I was so, so the person that cast that he required that they weren't shit or something? No, clearly it was there were shit. What she's trying to say was the producers would hit you up on Instagram and be like, do you want to be on Love is Blind? Uh-huh. And that's how they found the well, people. Like, what kind of process is that? Like, clearly, none of these people were ready to be married. Right. A lot of them weren't. Mm-hmm. Like, why? So, like, why are why you... Poor Nancy, though. Nancy was ready. Yo, actually, I'm sorry. I'm going to say what I feel about Nancy. That girl, eh? At first, I said, Amma, you are a victim. I am so sorry, Barnett. I be Barnacle. I be Kimi Korea. But then... This girl is posting pictures with this boy afterwards talking about our property is your, my money is your, show. Oh, God, God, oh, God. no, 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 that's not even the part. Nancy, Nancy. Mm. You see, your mom, your mom is such a sweetheart because this man broke your heart, uh, right, in front of the whole world. He right. said, no, you poured, his, you poured your heart to him. You said you're ready to get married. He said, he's the one that said no. He broke your heart in front of the whole world. You now, your brother tried to intervene. Your mom tried to intervene. You told them to fuck off. The man that just shattered your heart, that literally picked your heart up and just threw it on the floor. (laughs) 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 Bro, I was literally like, madam, madam. You first off, you know how deep this marriage was to your entire family. They all pulled up, they're sitting there dressing pretty. Like some people know that this is a television show, but it passed them. Okay? They passed him. This man sat in front of your entire family. And first off, with the straightest, smirkiest bitch ass face that he could possibly say and say, No, I don't want to marry you. Then he's like, I need to talk to Nancy. I need to Where was the talking beforehand? Okay, what's actually making me mad about Nancy is, like, I do understand. She was, you know, she wanted to find love. She she trusted the process, whatever. He broke her heart. After the show, Shorty was still going out with him. Like, after the we saw the reunion episode where he literally was hanging out with a girl, like, the night of the next night after they said no, right? Everybody remembers. They t- they didn't, and the fact that they didn't have nearly as much smoke for him as they had for Cole is also not sitting right in my heart. But that's not what I'm here about. What I'm upset is she later, like later after the show, she's t- she's posting pictures with Barnett. Um, not, Barnett. not Barnett. Baptiste. Baptiste. Oh, shit, I keep calling him Barnacle. Every, but just <laughs> Baptiste. But no, she's posting pictures with Baptiste. They're going to they're going out together as if they're friends. I said, God, just you know what? At this point, and eh, she should just finish the paint makeup and fu- finish the cl- <laughs> finish the clown <laughs> face. Whoa, wig. I see nose. Show sure, well, okay. Like the blonde was already clown like enough for me. I said. Make sure, make sure the nose it honks. You know how. I was, ah. I was like, babe, 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 babe. You're actually, you're actually a woman that gets sense. I see properties, oh. I see your whoa, I see fire, so. I see body, oh. A whole speech therapist, career woman, flight attendant. Is she a flight attendant? No, no, no. no that's Zeneb. That's Zeneb. 
a whole you have your life together you are like you are a phenomenal woman and she's very very sweet just a gentle soul like this and then you are just i said god god please save her don't save her she don't want to be him. saved but like no but i think this show shows like i think she was one of the women who was like ready to be married no matter what the cost was yes. and it's just like Look, says marriage, it don't come that easy. Imagine if he said yes. Imagine being married. Married to him. Imagine. Ah. This is both Cole and Bartiz. Because this, I just could not get over this. So they're over here placing a lot of emphasis on not, you know. Okay, so Bartiz, there was him. He straight up said he didn't find Nancy. Like, he wasn't attracted to her, right? Cole was like, Zenub did not look how he expected. Um, whatever. Her name was Zenub. Please, what did you expect? My thing, right, right, right. So, starting with that, so she wasn't, she wasn't like, oh, she's not like the other girls you dated. Her name wasn't Chloe. Her name wasn't Brittany. It was Zenub. It was Zenub. What were you expecting, idiots? But, anywho. I don't know. But... And the gag was, okay, so basically, Bartiste, I could tell, he would have gone for Raven, right? But what happened was when Raven started working out while he was over here pouring his heart out, that's what he, out of anger, he proposed to Nancy. No, for real. That's that's what happened. That is 100% what happened. Because Raven, Raven was his first, like, he was going to go after Raven. Even before meeting her in person, he was like, I know she's an, because she's a Pilates instructor, I know she's an attractive um, girl. So that was who, but out of anger, kind of like a get back at Raven, he proposed to Nancy, right? Yeah. So that's why, the, and Nancy, if you're wondering, that's that's what that's the tea, okay? I know you're never, I don't know why I'm saying it, like she's going to listen to hey. this. But that's the tea. Why international? Chat to my class international. I, I put some respect on her name. Hey, Nancy, right. babe, I know you're listening. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, baby girl. We got your back. Just give me one property shot, like everything. <laughs> I beg, give I me could, the mic. I could be your Bartiste. I, I, yeah, I don't think you want I could to be, be I could be whatever be you need me to be, babies. She, she's going to be better for you. Listen, listen. I think, I think the part, I think that shit cracked me the fuck up. I was like, Raven, why the hell are you working out? <laughs> <laughs> but I just feel like, I think she was over it, I think, at that point. Because, like, did she work out with... But my thing is, she wasn't old. Like, I really think she was just casual about it. Because, remember... Her and Nancy almost were, like, butting heads over him, you know, because they realized that he liked both of them. So, but like I'm saying, I think Raven was the one that, you know, he probably would have proposed to in an ideal world. But Raven pissed him off so much that he angrily was like, fuck you, I'm proposing to the other woman or whatever. So, okay, so my thing with Cole, both Cole and Bartiste is, you know, they kept placing emphasis on these women's looks, these women's looks. But I'm just like, women, when we... (laughs) Women, when we like, you know, when we really like or quote-unquote love somebody and the man, you know, these, these men aren't necessarily supermodels or anything. The man isn't, you know the best looking don't you guys feel like women tend to over like ride that like they tend to just kind of look over it if the, the man is not the best looking yeah i feel like women are able to look over that more often than men are able to women are conditioned to love a man for his personality men are conditioned to love a woman for her looks if you look at media and like everything that's why movies with like adam sandler he's adam slander the not even that just like just thinking of all like the the love think of all the love movies you've watched right it's the funny quirky average looking white man getting the bombshell babe that has her life together and has the legs as long as the Nile river and has the body that people will pray to god and die fasting for that's who he's getting that is let's be fucking for real so men have conditioned they've been conditioned to think that like they deserve supermodels and they don't have to do as much work as long as they're funny and have half of a personality, which honestly, if you think about it closely, most personalities, I want everyone, someone said this today and it's fucked me up ever since. They said half the time, the personalities of men, women like is the one that they're mirroring. So they're just mirroring you. You love yourself, not the man. That fucked me up today. Wait, what? So, so they said, think about it. 
a lot of men are good at mirroring <gasps> women. Yes. So you notice that you no, be. It's a scam. <laughs> scam. It's a scam. The whole thing's a oh, scam. <laughs> people, people, guys, I have neighbors. Please, 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 please. <laughs> but wait. It's not. Wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Let me. Can you, let me land now, you people. Let me land. So what's up, way That like a lot of times men are good at mirroring. So half the personality of a man that you like is just yourself, bro. <laughs> so start thinking. Anyway, but that's not the point no, no, of no. this. I just want to drop that nugget on you people. Wait, let me finish. So men just are just conditioned to be bare minimums and their mothers are not helping. Please, mothers, humble the fuck out your sons. Thank you. Just to comment, that means our personality, you know, is bad. Oh, so bad. Sorry, anyhow. Back to seriousness. Um, but I think love is not blind, child. Because like even these stupid people, blonde they get eyes. Look, love. I'm sorry, I said blonde. Love they get eyes. Okay, like see, because like everyone's like love is blind. Okay, yes, you put people behind the fucking wall, but like the same way it's like you can talk about oh I have curly hair or I have this. I'm like, why are we talking about physical features? The whole point behind these pods is literally to get to know who you are personally and then the crazy thing is i do think it's quite messy that they won like not too long after the pods they're like reintroducing people to everyone in person and i know it's for the tv and whatnot but i do think that like the that's are setting it up yeah, almost yeah. yeah i think it's unwarranted so bonds exactly and then if you, if you pick something i guess the men are thinking because I mean, regard. I hate. Oh, I feel like I'm gonna break a lot of women's hearts. But men are always looking for the best deal. Like no matter what, no matter how long you've been with him, they are just always actively looking for the best deal. I don't know if it's there. I don't know what the science is behind it. So with that knowledge, to then now introduce them to what their other options might have been, it, it is literally like it's purposely done to weaken these bonds. Like. Yeah. And I think, and then I think there was like some women in there as well, like even in past seasons. But like, but like this season, it wasn't like that really at all. But in past seasons, you'll also see women too. Like, oh, I wish, I, and like, and that just depends on who you are personally. Like, if 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 physical is like that big of a deal for you, it is what it is. Like, this show wasn't what it was for you. But like, I think it's a setup. Like, you haven't given the couples enough time to really marinate in that relationship that they've built before you toss them back into, oh, this is a person I've talked with. And, like, it's so new. Because, like, at the end of the day, the pause are, what, a week? You're saying I love you or you're marrying. Like, everything. Six weeks. No, but, like, you're in the pods. That pod experience is not six weeks long, is it? No, it's six weeks. Like, every time they're talking, they're dating and talking to yeah, each other? Yeah, it's, like, six weeks. Is just- it? It's just clipped down for us, but I believe it's like six weeks. Yeah, because if you think about it, that would make sense. Because, like, if you think about it, the first episode, there's always way more people. Then it keeps cutting down. Like, then you finally only see. I guess they just didn't connect with anybody, so there was nothing else to film for them. I got you. I got you. So I'm pretty sure, like, people will ask, like, okay, I actually want to talk to this person again. Can we get a second, third, fourth, whatever date? Okay, even still within the course of those six, six weeks, if we think about a normal relationship, like, I feel like I feel like they try to over-exaggerate sometimes these experiences, but you're literally on a phone call with someone every day for six weeks getting to know them. That's That's really what it is. And, like, by the end of the time, oh, I love you, oh, let's get married, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. But the same way that y'all did in the pods... Is the same way that y'all need to do when they're outside of it. Just because, like, you've talked to someone behind, that's a different environment. You build habits over, what, however many days, 30, 27 days. You didn't even give them enough time to figure out who they were as people once they've left that, get to know each other. You toss them in with these with these people that they've also been building connections with. That is conflicting. That is confusing. So yeah. you're saying the show, sh- the show setup is just not working in, like, the, their favor, like, the couple's favor. is like, no, if you want this maybe, to work. Maybe that's part of it, though. Like, the couples that can withstand that are the actually, like, strong couples. But then uh, it makes me go back to the concept of the show. Are these people wanting to just get married for the sake of being married? 
or are these people actually looking to find who their partner is? Because, like, essentially anyone should go on the show, be able to build a connection with someone, and then, like, you know, okay, let's we're getting married. Yeah. But I just don't know if you can do it in such, one, in such an environment. I do wish they changed the concept of the show. Instead of having cameras filming people, generally, maybe you, like, hey, we're going to have, like, maybe, like, random hidden cameras, maybe not in the bedroom or something like that or whatever, where it's, like, you're kind of, like, blogging or something and, like, you know, be shut off, like, the cameras at certain points of the day. But it needs to be more genuine interactions. When you have cameras in your face all the time, it I just... skews how you're going to Exactly. Act. It's going to skew it. And I don't know. I guess I it's mean, a TV I'm show. Sure, but, like, like Zenab made the point that, like... A lot of things, like she would say, Cole would kind of act different when the cameras were off. So mm. these people are getting enough time to interact with each other outside of cameras in their faces, I feel like, when they walk down that aisle. And that's fair. I do think that um, the show does create and foster a lot of, like, toxicity. I think after season one, the show, I don't th- I think the show is a one-season type of show. Um, the fact that we have three seasons, don't get me wrong, I love the drama, love the messiness. We we have a whole podcast episode because of it, so I ain't complaining. But I think, like, when the show was new, the peop- the quality of com- people they were getting weren't people that were there for drama or for show or for 15 minutes. Like, the guy who was fucking putting tears in his eyes to cry Andrew. after. Andrew, thank you. To put tears in his eyes after Nancy's thing to be like, oh, you're getting to cut this part out, right? Also... That, those producers messy messiest people I've ever seen because yeah. they put that whole clip it's, oh, yeah, the whole clip but that man is a psychopath right am I the only one that got that tendency like that vibe off of him he gave me like he gave me like you can't even cry like you have to fake put something you never had genuine feelings for her and that's why I think like after six weeks some people can't get there like that I don't know I do think that the show, I think you can fall in love with someone, and I do think it's possible, but I do think that, like, the premise of the show and the way it's set up, the amount of time is not long enough. Yeah. And I think that they have to do it shorter periods of time because filming, editing, processing, post-production, and all that stuff takes a lot of time to do. Mm-hmm. So I think, realistically, they don't, they can't even make it long. If they made it longer, I don't think we'd get a show, yeah. you know? But I think that's part of the things to kind of challenge all nuances. Because, like, if you look at season one, two of the couples are still together till the day. Yeah. Like, Lauren and um, Barnett. Barnett. And, the other, and their partners. I love how that's the people I remember. I don't remember their partners' names. But those couples are still together. They see Cameron. Oh, I love Lauren and Cameron. I follow them on Instagram. Listen, yeah. if they ever break up, I promise you I'm going to cry. Mm-hmm. That one, I'm a mourn. I'd be like, yo, yo, we were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. But I do think, like, the show first season really had, like, a better genuine cast. Yeah. I think this season, the cast that they had were not people who were ready for something serious. Because let's actually, let's just jump into the meat and potatoes. SK, the true villain. The true villain. Wait, the true villain of the season. And also, I'm just going to say it. That man was a Nigerian man. All of us Nigerian women watching saw it coming. We saw it coming. When the preference, when Nigerian men would take a preference that they have, and they quote unquote, my preference, my preference, light skin, white women, and they would treat y'all like dogs because Nigerian men cannot be trusted. I actually don't care. I actually don't care. Y'all, there's, I feel like you guys are somebody's karma. And we're sorry. <laughs> SK. It, so you mean to tell me you went and picked... Your mom was jelly Joe. She was sitting down somewhere minding her business. You went and picked her up. She now puts her gile and everything. Exactly. The rest of the family. They even had the... Uh, about the, the everything. You now went... Those drummers, they, they, were, they were sitting down. I'm sure they got paid though, but... They were sitting there minding that you even got drummers just for you to say... I do not. Ha. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, when I tell you, the amount of acting, sorry, the amount of, I would have paid money, 
How I'm I'm willing to bet the mom Ade. I'm willing to bet she cussed and she gave him a good cussing out. <laughs> but I was I I was pissed. I was like, they did they just not want to show it to us? Like I'm sure she would be like, show Gunny. The very moment his mom was like, sorry, Raven. The moment he was saying that the reasons why I like Raven is she's not traditional. She's not this. She's not that. And his mom and everybody was like, he likes traditional women. You should be traditional. I said red flags. Red flags were throwing up in my head. Yeah, I said sirens. Wee you, wee you, wee you, wee you, wee you, wee you, wee you. If you're, like, see, my parents, I'm not saying my parents know me, like, up yeah. to down. But my parents also know that just some teens, by the way that I act, yeah. my parents know there are some things that I would probably prefer in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So there's no way my parents go and meet a guy that I want to marry, right? And start telling him, oh, Quinsola likes men that do the full thriller dance every night before bed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because that doesn't make any sense, okay. right? Because if SK does not want a traditional woman, why doesn't your mother know that? To me, that doesn't make any sense. And the fact that the mom was so gung-ho on him being married, right, which t- tells me everything because she was, she was too excited. She was like the brother was weird. I think yeah, they were they were the family was too. They were like it was more of like a finally at the shaitan. This boy is no longer on the streets. His mother is tired. She wants to tie gele. She wants to. She's bought that gele since two thousand and five. No, honestly, once he ragged so all she was waiting eh? was the time so she can say my son too has gotten married wedding on television you know you know know how nigerians like to say like uh uh, a woman like when she marries a man she marries the whole family they were waiting for the woman that they're gonna like bully control tell when to have kids because y'all remember the part where they went gile shopping and they're all like you have to let the man be the man even if you uh make more all this nonsense I was like, oh, Raven. Let's be guided, people. I'm sorry, yo. That's very common Nigerian mother advice. I was like, oh, poor Raven. She has no idea what she's signing up for, father. <laughs> and then the fact that, also, how are you going to tell me you're ready to get married when you're going to grad school before you get on Bruh. a fucking show? Bruh. Like, what? I tell them, like, like, when I said, I said... You know that you're going away. This show is based in in Texas. You decided that you wanted to come on a show. You agreed. Get married. Know that it's going to result in some long... Did you expect them to pay your loans? Or what, what, what was the reason? Because, like, why would I start a long-distance relationship in marriage? Uh-uh. But he said... He, didn't he say you wanted Raven to, come, uh, to go to Cali? That's the thing. He never explicitly said it. So the issue that I have from what we saw, maybe he talked to her post cameras, yeah. but what we saw, it just seemed like he was just smiling like a goat and just accepting everything this girl was saying. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I don't want to move to California. My client base is in Texas. It does not make sense for me to yeah. move to California. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And the guy was like, okay, that's fine. But then in the end, when they were saying no to each other, he's like, oh, he was like, oh, I, I, I wanted someone who was willing to do. And I'm like, you what? never said that. You did not communicate that. And you never gave Raven a chance to be that woman. So he's probably one of those men that's like testy, you know, they're always on edge waiting for like they want to observe and then just make like a very like harsh decision at the end. Like that's that's the vibe that I got from that. Like He wanted to see, okay, what is your natural like, what do you want to do? Like, but then and then basically use that as as an excuse. But uh, who knows? Maybe uh, how many girlfriends did they say he had? extra girlfriend oh we might go over hold on listen listen okay hold on because there's some people i haven't even talked about yet first off i just want to start off i think i think i think as nigerians coming on the show they presented themselves well like they're like if nothing happened with sk no one would have deemed him as a villain no one could said anything like the way that he presented throughout the entire show like he kept saying and the reunion, he came and he was like, oh, I want to love Raven the Raven way. I want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, okay. But I'm like, how far is that true? Like, this man is cooking full at Goosey, F all, talking about I don't, I want a non-traditional woman. One day you're going to get mad that you ain't going to have that that shit on, on, waiting for you at home. And I just thought that, like, 
I just thought this was too easy. Like, the whole relationship. Some people, like, have their theories that they thought it was fake, that they thought that they did it for the fame, and they went through it. Which, on a reality TV show, whether it's Love Island or something, like, honestly, that is a good tactic. Hey, you need to find someone, you need to stick with them through the beginning and end, and, like, you know, you need to get to it. And, like, that's something that what they could have potentially discussed. Who knows? Because, honestly, I was kind of concerned whether they was actually going to vibe for real in real life because, like, I wasn't getting that much and en- yeah, I wasn't getting energy from them in the pods. And I'm not saying you gotta be super excited, mm-hmm. but like I was genuinely surprised as we progressed, like what actually happened in the show. God actually forgive me. But he was giving me you know when like you're on the dating app yeah. and a Nigerian man swipes on you and yeah, he and he <laughs> <laughs> And he texts me messages, good money, my sweet potato. I hope your life is filled with joy and blah, 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 blah. That's how SK was talking in real life. Do you get? Yeah. That was the vibe I was getting. Because how he was talking to Shorty and how Shorty was like, I was like, Shorty, I was watching it. There was no vibes, bro. There was no, like, underlying connection. tension. There was nothing. There was no connection. There was no, for me, it seemed a little dry. But I said maybe... It's like, a, I think maybe we're just used to seeing, I thought I was just used to seeing very strong and intense connections. Mm-hmm. That's something that was maybe a little more organic because, again, it's, it's just six weeks. Yeah. Maybe I started to gaslight myself. I was like, maybe because I'm so used to, like, I'm in love with you in two days. Yeah. That maybe something that's a little more organic and slow mm-hmm. is actually the right way to go. And they basically gave Raven, like, redemption art because the first couple of episodes did not look that woman at all. But by the time, by the end of it, she started to become everybody's, like, favorite. favorite yeah. So it's just more like, I think that, I do think that, like, looking, I think now, honest to God, let's be, let's be fucking for real. If SK never cheated on Raven, right? Yeah. We would not have these think pieces. Yeah. Because we would have just been like, yes, the slow has steady one. No, I would have blah, blah, blah. still thought that the, the conversation when they went gala shopping, that was a red flag, like. Oh, yeah, that was that was a big one. That, that one was, was not a run was, for your life. That one, that one. I said that was sirens. Like, okay, I do have like a probably either unpopular question or opinion thoughts. But what if, like, what if this whole because it was like Raven Bartiste and Raven SK. What if the whole like ploy was like, hey, I I want something steady and consistent and essentially like at the end of the day this is media this is the public eye i want to make a name for myself and i'm saying that she did this but if she was with bartice there would be more drama that would have came out from it and you can sense that like i think from just being on the other side and so like she jed jed just chose sk simple he didn't seem like he pushed any and like you had a simple easy relationship that you went through for over the course of the weeks you got your publicity people know about raven people know about sk you guys got your like do you know how many people are watching pilates videos Uh now you know what i'm saying like it's a easy plan not saying that that was the case but sometimes i'd be thinking about that allegedly everything said on this podcast is allegedly and our opinions are not facts thank you we do not own any th- any thoughts and opinions that you may hear on this podcast are not the thoughts and opinions of Chats with Micah Incorporated. Thank you very much for listening. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, actually, Batiste and, <laughs> and Raven would have been, um, I guess, incompatible. He d- he definitely would have never went for like the fo- her whole family not being there. And that would have been an issue for him. And then... Um, I think her family would have been there if it was Bargese. Ooh, T. What? Spill. Her family's racist, y'all. Wait, who? Ravens. Did we meet them? She, she said, my family's from the South, and they just have some more traditional views, and they just don't like certain... Y'all not here? The undercover? My, that gave me my grandmama racist, and she didn't. She don't like black people. That's what I... That's what. That was the vibe I got. Listen, listen. If it was, if she had rolled up with Cole, if she had pulled up with the Cole, I'm just saying the likelihood of family showing up will done increase. You know what? They're not racist. They're just traditional. 
Allegedly. Wow, hold on. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, let's talk about our favorite couple, Colleen and Matt. Colleen, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> Bro, like, seriously, he, though. He had anger issues, like. He really, I don't know. Yeah, he had anger issues. I can understand the conversation with Cole being very inappropriate. Um, but then the whole she was out at 2 o'clock in the morning thing was weird. Because, like, she's an adult. Look, me personally, if a man threatens me, the boy said, I'm leaving. Me out of practice bags for him. And then, like, oh, God. I've been like, nigga, go. I would have called him and been like, okay, go. Bye. Bye. Like, how, how bad would you know his reaction have been if the cameras weren't there? Let, you know, bro. Because if he can act an ass like that in front of cameras, just too much. Bro, I don't know what it because like okay, there was an article that came out, and also when I was watching the reunion, Colleen looked tensed as fuck, mm. like tensed as hell, like. I'll have like I don't know. Like I'm like yeah. It's just like it seems like in other parts and other dynamics where she was at, she was like, she was like she seemed calm. She seemed fine, but specifically at the reunion, she looked anxious. Even the body language, the way it felt like she needed to get affirmation from Matt when she was uh speaking, and I was just like, girl, are you? good and like even like the defensiveness when it came to like oh you know we're living separately but like you know and I'm like and I think a good point came up in like one article was that they need to have like therapy for these contestants post some of these reality dating shows because so oftentimes like either in the pods or in and even all these love other shows you your phone gets taken away from you. your actual sense of reality may get taken away from you. you're like involved in this or this becomes your new day-to-day like figuring out this marriage how do you like like you know walk away from that. yeah walk away from that how do you like you had cameras in your face all the time like actual therapy needs to occur because, like, she probably didn't even resolve that trauma either before coming to a reunion. Or she didn't, like, processing people, like, telling her, hey, girl, are you good? Because, like, maybe she didn't think it was bad or maybe she thought it was bad. But now the whole world done seen how he reacted to to some of simple behaviors of going out, like yeah. having a simple conversation. Also, fucking Matt, you just got divorced. Why the fuck are you on the show? Why? If you that haven't was my pro- part. Yeah, like, if you haven't processed that, why the hell are you trying to get married again? And it felt like he was projecting some of whatever he... Because the, the other girl got pregnant or something like that for another man. So it felt like he was kind of projecting some of what he went through with that other lady onto Colleen, unfortunately. So, you know, I just, I just hope she's... I, I think she'll probably be okay. I hope she's okay. I mean, she... I think she has a father figure, so at least he has him to be kind of scared of and keep him, you know. Allegedly, this is all alleged. We're not insinuating anything. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Chat to Mike Incorporated does not own any of the opinions said on this show. All of these, like we said, are alleged. They are not facts. Again, these are all alleged. But allegedly, Matt Crazy is fuck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen. When I saw that, I was so triggered. I said, I'm not, I'm very, I think, I thank God every day for the fact that my father has never been a violent man. My dad does not raise his voice. My dad is not violent. My dad does not put his hand. My dad did not even believe in spanking me because I'm a woman. I was a little girl. My dad was like, I cannot put my hands on a woman because you're going to think it's okay for a man to put his hands on her. So my dad didn't even put his hands, like, ever, like, ever so so me personally i am not used to like men being violently like that me when i saw that thing i said god forbid so i was like oh maybe that's just because he's upset i'm like listen you are allowed to be upset but the very second you start raising your voice to a woman as a man standing over her getting red in the face like asserting your body over her space Mm -hmm. hey Mule yeah, it's a threat. 
that I was like, you're threatened. Like, I was like, y'all, why are y'all still rolling the cameras? So the producer should have gotten involved and been like, cut this shit out, man. You got to go. Go to sleep. Take a walk. Get the fuck out of here. Because what the... I was genuinely scared for her. I Like, my flight or fight was fucking triggered. Yeah, As sure. an audience member, just watching it on my TV. I said, God. God. I said, what is this? He was like, how fucking dare you as a married woman, as an engaged woman, have that conversation, blah, 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 blah. And I said, if you, at your big age of 29, is it 29, I'd be 30, you cannot sit there and have a civilized conversation with someone you claim to love? Yeah. Ah, how are you choosing people you hate? Hey, 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 hey. Honestly, I think he treated freaking, what is it? Cole was Cole. Cole. He, he treated him with way more respect. Exactly. When you were talking to Cole about that thing, he treated calm. Calm. hella calm. He does not see women as people. I've been saying this before. A lot of some men do not see women as people. They see them as objects that they can possess, and they see them as trauma, and they see them as everything else but a human being capable of making mistakes and growing and moving and learning and feeling things. Because if he saw her as a woman that he needs to protect and understand and coddle, yeah. he would never raise his voice and at her like the that. Fact that. Like, cause I mean, okay, so. He had every right to be angry, right? But shouldn't he have directed the level of anger he did have? Shouldn't he have been like, where the fuck is Cole? Yeah. You know? So He's the one that initiated that conversation. Yeah. Women were taught to be docile, passive. And you're shocked. She was like, yeah, you know, whatever. I think you're pretty good looking too, you know? That was it. Because if she didn't react that way, wouldn't he be going around calling her all types of bitches? Would you have protected her in that instance if her name is, you know, her reputation is soiled in some way? You wouldn't have. I do have a question. We kinda, I think earlier we compared, was it Cole and Bartiste and, like, some of the interactions? So, like, there was two, I would say, two main interactions that kind of, like, were very similar. So, like, Cole... He told Colleen, oh, you know, you're definitely, like, my type, I think, outside the pause. You know, had that conversation in the pool. And then you had fucking Bartise, who sat on the same bed with his engaged wife, oh, Nancy, to her, to her face. face. Oh, that skin-tight dress, that smoke raven was a smoke show, that white. But, you know, I chose you. I chose you. And I'm like, so, like, I think comparing the two, like, the heat that that Cole got in the show I said wow I don't know if everybody had their blinders on but Bartise bro okay. I this is the reason why Nancy protected Bartise Zainab crucified Cole so Nancy even on the show she said yeah you were always really nice to me and you were sweet yeah, on, during the was, during the, the reunion, reunion I was like stand up she like, was <laughs> Like, she legitimately, <laughs> she, no, Nicole, I said Nicole, is that name Nicole? Nancy, 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 like, she was just protecting, you, you could still tell that, like, this girl was, still in love, very much She has love. been smacked by the stupid love stick, like, <laughs> very, very hard. But oh, Zainab, <laughs> like, what's he, look back, that little stick can't, like, honestly, but, <laughs> But, um, but no, no, no. But Cole, on the other hand, Zainab prosecuted that man for everything he did. And I do, don't get me wrong, I do think that Cole definitely did some things wrong. And I actually don't think that the whole thing was made up by Zainab. I do definitely think that, like, Cole, because we even saw, for if my man looked me in my fucking face and told me I was a 9 out of 10, but another bitch was a 10 out of 10. Sorry, I just need to stop calling women bitches. Another woman was a 10 out of 10? In my fucking face? I'm leaving. I will leave for less. Listen, this is this is why I'm telling you. Women, if a man respects you and sees you as a person and sees your emotions as something important, there's a dude that I, like, talk to, and he does not believe in rating things. He does not believe in rating anything. That's not his thing. I was like, how would you rate my cooking? He's like, it's really good, a 10 out of 10. And I was like, I thought you don't rate. He's like, yeah, but because it's you, I will always rate it a 10 out of 10. That, that is it. Whether, whether he's lying or telling the truth, I actually don't care. I'm keeping it a buck. I was like, wow. I'm a 10 out of 10. 
Like, yeah. I was like, look at that. Right. A king. A king amongst men. So, no. Y'all in bed. And he's telling you the other bit. Zayn, I think, nah. Because the fact that he could say that to her without flinching, I don't think Zayn had made that shit up. I don't think she made all of it up. But I do think that her perception, yeah. the word of the day that Moriam said a couple episodes yeah. back, perception of what she believed Cole was. Like tip. Like 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 the one they said love was blind, they were talking about her. Because she can't see anything else past her insecurities. So I'm not saying I think what he did was wrong. I do think he should have never said some things to her. I do think that he probably put pressure on her. And I do think maybe the cutie scene was the ending of accumulation of a lot of other events. Right? But though, at the same time, me watching that cutie scene, to me, just seeing the guy was like, I'm on my jam, we're eating lunch, we're eating big. Don't go and ruin your food because you're about to go and tear that bitch up. That's the vibe I got from it. But if you're someone who has like a food insecurity, you have a bad relationship, someone saying that to you is, in my head, you, I'm hearing starve yourself. You feel me? I, yeah, I, 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 I guess. I don't know. I don't have that. And so I can't say that, that whether that be true or not. They were also eating together. But also, I, I hate that it feels like I'm defending Cole, but that's not the case. But like, I'd rather be called nine out of ten versus a smoke show tight fit. Like I wanna I wanna go back to that. Yeah, because like hold on real quick, because I was like I I know Nancy didn't but like even tying it back to girl code, ah where where was the fight task for Nancy? Because after you guys viewed that episode, where was the screaming? There wasn't enough energy coming from the crowd about that. And I think most men I think SK was the only one who I think spoke up, like, like, and I think it was most of the men, and I think I appreciated that some of that, but, like, that was so bad. SK only spoke up because it was about Raven. I know, but, like, still, regardless on both angles, that was utterly disrespectful. I think I'd rather, even though what Cole said was bad, the whole 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, oh, God, yeah, I still up there. Imagine the way Bartice, if he, if he had to give Nancy a Ritzy. Hey, oh. if he had to give her that, a Ritzy. He would have said four. <laughs> he would have opened his upper and lower lip and said and lied and said four with his dirty <laughs> mouth. And then you know what he would have said <laughs> on top of that? He said, but I fell in love with you emotionally. So <laughs> <laughs> gaslight the fuck out of her. Exactly. Like 100%. Exactly. Master manipulator, but did anybody else find it ironic as fuck how? Okay, so the night he met Raven, right? Bartiste, I'm talking about Bartiste. He's over here in bed. I'm talking about the same night he said Raven was a smoke show. He's over here analyzing SK and Raven's whole relationship to Nancy. Oh, that's it here fire pots. And I can't come. What, I, I don't know what his own is. for me to just slither in between both of them. I, I, that's, he might as well have said it. He might as well have said it. I don't know what his own, though. I don't know what his own was. But he just kept reemphasizing that. Just for a few weeks later, for him to, like, completely be ignoring Nancy, do y'all remember the scene where he's like at work at the, on his computer? They're not even interacting. So I'm like, okay, by your standards, right? By your own standards, there's no connection. Yeah. And you still gaslighted. And she asked, like, one thing I'll give Nancy as 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 blinded by love as she was, right? Yeah. She would try to clarify constantly, like, hey, you know, what is the what are what are we doing here? He constantly gaslighted and manipulated the fuck out of that poor girl. And her brother tried, her brother saw it. Yeah, 100%. Mm. Yeah, the real important question is do you think she would have made that nigga sign a prenup? Because I don't think she would have. Yeah. She would have not, and he would have well, taken he everything. Saved her. He might have saved her at the end because he would have taken all those properties. Half. 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 Even the half of the house Listen, that she owned with And her. the worst part was like also, um, we need to talk about people being scared of loans. People of color, don't be scared of mortgages and loans. They're not bad things. But anyway, she had all of those properties have been paid off. Damn. She had zero debt, y'all. You know what that means? That means that girl did not have a mortgage. She had multiple properties and zero mortgage. And y'all telling me, y'all telling me you're going to marry 
a man whose top of his head does not even match the rest of his haircut. <laughs> and you are not going to make him sign a prenup? Now vibes and inshallah you go carry this thing with? Show okay. Show okay. Otiarokwe, I met this man on a TV show. Let me give him everything. When she said our money, I said, Tani Hour. Tani Hour. That's another thing that contributed to um him too. So he already didn't really value her, right? They're already going in. So I don't, and you know, it ties into the abortion thing. No. I don't think he appreciated how much of her own woman that she was. Yeah. She had all these things. She's yeah. super accomplished. So it, it threatened his ego, you know? I feel like it did because he's like, he said it. He was like, dang, she has her whole life together. I'm only 25. Just get, you know, he's like, just got his professional job, whatever. And he's like, you know, she has these properties. I'm also 25. Sir, you're, you're talking bullshit. Thank you. But yeah, like. Mariam is also 25. You're actually talking bullshit. Bookie's 26. You're actually talking bullshit. I'm tired of men who are. You know, when I was younger, and men used to be like, I'm only 25, I'm still trying to figure my life out, blah, 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 blah. I used to be like, yeah, that makes sense. Now that I'm 25, y'all niggas are lazy. (laughs) (laughs) But Get with the program. Uh, Get your fucking bag up, bro. Nah, but like, um, and then, you know, the whole abortion conversation. So she is clearly somebody that, you know, like, takes full power of her, you know, reproductive uh, choices or whatever. And, you know, him and his family were more anti-choice. You know, it's up to a bigger power, and the woman shouldn't, you know, be the one to dictate. The first time is, I understand that it's a mistake, but if you do it, everyone gets a one-time pass. The way he was just justifying it, it seemed to me that he's probably had someone have an abortion before, mm. right? And now he's making justification. She'll get. Mm. But, like... Allegedly. 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 Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, no, that whole Barty situation, honestly, that man... He kept coming up with the same three issues. Oh, this and that, this and that. Oh, abortion, property with her eggs, this and that. Can we even talk? Why would you even bring that? Why would you even bring up that conversation with your family? He did that shit on purpose. Yes. He definitely brought it up in front of his family because I'm sorry. If my babe is meeting my family for the first time, eh? I'm not gonna be like, yeah, this is a hella controversial topic that we. I know that you guys are not gonna like her answer. This is what she feels about it. And then crucify her on fucking national television. Like, on national television. So I'm just like, what? I just felt like I wish he had the cojones. I wish he had the cojones to be like, oh, God, Nancy, I don't like you like that. I would have respected him more than to be like, oh, you have property with your ex. You have blah, blah, blah. I'm yeah. exactly like you're copping out, and literally, honestly, I wonder if things would have changed if he had never saw what Raven looked like until like the reunion. I'm curious because, like, honestly, his actions drastically like changed as, as soon, soon as he saw Raven because he felt like, like you said, but he I said he proposed to Nancy out of anger. Yeah, he thought he was he. He thought that Raven was the better deal. And not that I think Nancy is phenomenal. Like, smart, bright woman. I don't think that she should be out there suddenly. I think one thing that this show, it feels like, is like, you know, yes, I know y'all want a ring, and I know you want it bad. But it's not, It is it is it worse to be in a marriage with someone that you who clearly doesn't respect you, want you, for the sake of having jewelry on your finger? I'll go buy it yourself. Go buy it yourself. It's not that deep right now. You'll find someone that either fits that or or it doesn't happen for you. And a lot, I think, see, one thing a lot of women don't want to, it might, it really genuinely might not happen. <laughs> so then what? What are you, what is the next step? You know, what is your life going to look like? I think a lot of women do not want to answer what is your life going to look like. So they're willing to, you know, go for anything as long as there's somebody in that bed at night which i kind of relates because let me shut up but (laughs) 
I think women are just, we are conditioned that our existence, our worth, our value is centered around being chosen by a man. So we are ready to jump through hoops, bars, concrete to make that happen. And I think that's really what, I think that's what it boils down to. Um, is the moment you decentralize men and you value just your, I think, and I think like people need to be, you gotta learn how to be okay with being single, right? Like if, if it is, how can I put this? It is okay to die single. And I think that is something that a lot of women need to learn and accept and affirm and not saying that you dying single is not bad or good it just is you dying married is not bad or good it's just is all of these things are just they just are there's no good there should be no good or bad connotations to them because whatever life gives you and however your life goes whatever is planned for you will come to you so i do think that like you need to just kind of just live your life to for your own fulfillment and for your own joy and don't let the idea that you must be married or you must not be married or you must be doing this or you must not be doing this detach your life so much that you're willing to be embarrassed on national tv for a man whose top of his head looks like the top of a scrub daddy (laughs) and that's the irony as long as these men know that you're willing to do anything anything just to say just to have just so your claim just so your womb is clean because that's what that's what that's at the center of all of this nonsense they will never ever have the incentive to even like just be half they don't have to be like the best people ever we're all not shit we're all working on on ourselves but like But, like, I think that's the irony that women don't understand. Like, as long as that level of desperation is there, they have no incentive to even be decent people, half-decent people. But, you know, we have been talking a lot, and honestly, I can continue. I continue about this episode, Sha. We're not going to. I know, I know, I know. Kainsola is looking at me with dead eyes. So, anyhow, this was our our thoughts, our opinions, and um, allegedly, you know, what we thought about these folks. And they're not necessarily true. They're based off our own personal opinions. But, um, yeah. Our opinions are based off facts. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no facts. Oh, God, listen. No facts. No facts. Um, I do need to say, um, I do think that as our episodes and podcast grows some of you people are not used to me and my humor if i say something like i am perfect i'm please i'm joking like someone came up to me they're like oh you and i'm like y'all i be i'm i am key keen on this shit is not for real y'all like this is not real life you know it's a podcast so So you be lying to me i'm just kidding we're not even i'm not even friends with fucking morgan for real this Ah. all thing is for the internet it's all internet shit. But nah, for real, like, I honestly, I some, someone said that, like, oh, sometimes in the podcast you say, like, blah, blah, blah. Do you actually just think that? I'm like, ah, it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so before you people come and cobble me, not jokes, not vibes, not inshallah that they bring for this thing. Yeah, I beg on, not jokes. So future husband, if you're listening, if you're not laughing, you're actually not my future husband. Damn. <laughs> As in, for me to not start doing, start doing fucking, um, the thoughts of opinion are allegedly my own marriage, I beg. You know, (laughs) I think oftentimes I like to play devil's advocate. Just because I'm playing devil's advocate doesn't mean that all the time we're all damn. Yeah. So be thinking that I'm like, yo, sometimes we just like to like bring both sides. Okay, we actually should talk about this. We, Miriam and I really do like to bring both sides of a conversation into our podcast. And it's not necessarily like our personal beliefs and views. It's just more like we want to. We just have yeah. to give, like, different perspectives. Because, like, we just want to make sure that as we talk about a thought, it's a fully-fledged, well-thought-out thought. And usually by the end of the episode, you kind of see what we have concluded at. But some people be taking us so seriously. Please, do not. If you are using what chats with my God to guide your life, um, well, go to church, please. <laughs> Don't use us as a uh, well. But we do love y'all. Like, y'all real fans, our day ones, will surprise you 2023. Don't worry. Also... 
this is my last point. If you are quoting me, just know I don't know what you are telling me because I probably said it, but I don't remember it. <laughs> so thank you for listening. But, you know, send the quotes in. Maybe I'll post it somewhere, but I really don't know that I said it. Thank you. And if you're a dude trying to slide in our DMs thinking that you could use the podcast, don't do it. Don't do it. If you listen to the podcast and you're a guy trying to slide in our DMs, do me a favor. Don't tell me. Don't just be a silent supporter. (laughs) (laughs) Because the moment I know, I can never talk shit again. I can't talk shit about you. And I don't like not having that option. Okay? (laughs) Just know we'll probably still talk about you, but you'll have a funny code name. I hope you figure out what it is. (laughs) We'll start doing Kids Next Door. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for listening to Chats with Micah. Bye, y'all. Oh, wait, I forgot to do something. Look, you already know what's up.